it's another day it's another drink here at the black pearl uh the location of our first episode actually we have come back right it's an elephant heavy i'm coming back baby so uh what do you have today what'd you order the old square what you did not yes i did it's called the old square oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> he called it a vucare and so i just thought she forgot what she ordered you've been kind of um i don't feel like i'm your favorite today threw some chips at me today just called me a liar a fib teller <laughs> i just don't know what to do with you <laughs> she exaggerates i i uh pushed some chips in her direction on a table because i was um finding my mama in them and <laughs> I, I was at the bottom of the bag and it was just crumbs and I was still going. I was just vacuuming them into my mouth. So I shoved the bag towards her. Otherwise, she would not have had any chips. Because I would have just kept going until there was nothing. You could have said, hey, if you would like some. No, it was urgent. Okay. Like, you ever just eat too much of something and you're like, get this the fuck away from me. Uh, it was like that. Okay. But also, like, with you in mind of, like, if I don't get these the fuck away from me. You ain't gonna have any. So you shoved with intention. With intention. I just, she's never gonna let it go, but you know. I'll I, let it go. I'll I, leave it right here on the podcast. All right. All right. All right. Well. How was your day? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. I was gonna wait for the drinks to come. It's like you're, you're having an old square. Mm hmm. And I have just ordered a Sazerac. So when these drinks arrive in front of us, we'll. We'll talk a little bit more about the flavors, and I'll give you a little bit of history on the Sazerac. I love a Sazerac. It's memories of our time in New Orleans. Absolutely. She just gave away a little bit of my history, so. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) How was your day? Um, it was, it was, it's work, man. It's a lot of work, so, uh, just keeping busy with that. How about you? It was work. Like annual trainings that you have to do every summer. No. Gross. Safety. However, this year I did pay quite a bit of attention to that active shooter training. Mm, That's unfortunate. Yeah, I hate that, um, that that is a topic of broad discussion in the workplace and in the schools, man. But, um, it, it benefits you should it happen. Um, for you to know how to respond. Yeah. I do appreciate, like, after the Allen Mall shooting, just being more mindful. Because that was close to home, you know. Even had friends that were at the mall. Um, Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. So, yeah, I had friends that were at the mall. And just having a conversation with you about, like, how do I become more aware? What do I do in those type of situations? And now... Um, just being aware of exits, not to be a sitting duck. Like those are things constantly, you know, kind of scrolling through my head in whatever venue we are, especially when we are around big crowds, like at graduations and things this summer. It's a big deal. Yeah. That's something to always be conscious about. I mean, if someone happens to be listening to this and maybe you work from home so you don't have these types of trainings or um, maybe you don't work from home but your workplace doesn't offer these types of trainings, you know, just... When you walk in somewhere, look for your exits. Make a plan where if things get crazy, if something happens, um, whether it's an active shooter or, I mean, 
I feel like we used to hear about this more and we don't hear about it as often, but kind of like crowds just rushing in an area and people getting pushed down. I guess like the last time you heard of it was Astroworld. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people got hurt and killed even. Uh, So just being mindful of where your exits are and what your plan is on how you're going to get there and who you're going to grab. Um, because <clears throat> you don't want to think about that in that moment and let that be your first time ever having that pass your mind. So I definitely encourage, um, you know, whether whether or not you're a fan of, of, of guns or, or firearms or anything like that, um, that is just one of many ways to protect yourself. Um, but I'm sure there are plenty of places that offer trainings as well. I, I had an active shooter training. It just happened to be at a, a local gun range. Yeah. We do ours every year. And there are so many entrances into a hospital you don't realize. And um, people have high emotions in hospitals. You never know. And I think think about, like, when my uh, mom passed, they sent a security person. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I remember seeing people, and I wasn't quite aware of why random people were showing up in that moment. I was just like, there's a police officer and this other person, and here's a chaplain. And just random people. Yeah, because you think emotions are high in moments such as that. And so you may need security. Yeah. You never know. To be real, I hope that chaplain got fired, though. He was terrible. Let's let's have a sip. He <laughs> <laughs> was absolutely awful. Uh, by the way, I sent him away. Anyway, um, Cheers. Cheers. To your old square slash Vukare and my Sazerac, which, by the way, hers is in uh, what you call a Nick and Nora glass. I really wish that I could explain what this looks like uh, verbally so that you get a visual. But if you've ever seen the type of glass an espresso martini is in, that's a Nick and Nora. It's not quite a martini, like the sharpness, uh, not the triangular shape of a martini glass. Mm. It's a little bit rounded uh, as you get towards the lip of the glass. That's the best way that I can describe it with a longer stem um, on the glass itself, whereas mine is in a rocks glass. So what you think of when an old-fashioned gets put in front of you or uh, a pour of something, whether neat or on the rocks. Um, well, a little, little history, if you care to know it. Like to hear it? Here you go. Here you go. So the Sazerac is a New Orleans original. Uh, Came about in about 1800. Uh, There are some ingredients that make up your your classic Sazerac now. Um, So rye whiskey is one of them. So we talked about bourbon a couple episodes ago and what constitutes a bourbon. It's 51% corn or more. But for a rye whiskey, your grain has to be 51% rye grain or more to be considered a rye whiskey. Um, But you don't have to just use rye in a Sazerac. You can use cognac. Oh. Yeah, you can use cognac. Um, But you gotta have an absinthe, whether it's atomized or sprayed on top. Um, But the preferred way in a Sazerac is a rinse. So basically just putting like a little less than an ounce in there and just swirling it around the glass, just coating the glass with absinthe because it is such a strong taste. Have you ever tried absinthe by itself? I have. I'm here to tell the tale. I was like, you weren't taking shots of it, were you? Absolutely not. Okay, good God. They had droppers of it at the Sazerac tour. 
Yeah, I mean, it, if you've never tried it before, it tastes like black licorice. So uh, a nickname for absinthe is actually the Black Death. Hmm. It is very, very strong, which is why you're only basically coating the glass uh, with the alcohol. This is a very spirit-forward cocktail, so it's, I mean, it ain't it ain't a cute one. You feel me? Like, it's not something you're getting with your girls, and it's brunch, and you got a mimosa. I'm going to get a Sazerac. I've never heard of a Sazerac. Don't do it, boo. It's effective. It's uh, it's effective. So if you're there and you're like, you know what? I got $16 in my, in my bank account. Let me get something strong. That's going to be your Sazerac. Um, but it, it also has Peychaud's bitters, sugar, and a, a lemon peel garnish. Hmm. Can you imagine us, or can you remember us knocking back Sazeracs in the New Orleans heat? Oh, God, yeah. I remember that one morning when it felt like we waited 30 straight days to get a breakfast reservation <laughs> at the, what was it, the Ruby Slipper? The Ruby Slipper, but it was worth it, wasn't it? it? I mean, it was good. I think I got a kid's meal, and I was still very satisfied. Yeah, I got Benedict, because I know no one's going to ask me to share. I mean, it's a solid pick, yeah. But, but while you're waiting outside at the Ruby Slipper, because... <laughs> I mean, if you are waiting inside too, but while you're waiting outside, there's there's like a, a runner that goes by, takes drink orders, brings you drinks. So I mean, I think we had two apiece. Um, my niece and her friend, which is practically like my niece, was there with us, um, and I think we all had about two apiece. And before we even sat down, we was feeling a little buzz. Oh yeah, we were toasty for sure. I was definitely because y'all know I like to drink on an empty stomach. Anywho. So, you know what? Uh, we've gotten some great feedback from our from our friends and from our family. And I absolutely appreciate everyone who has listened and given feedback. Um, and it's true feedback. It's not just like, oh, that was great. It's like, oh, no, baby. Here yeah, you go. Want to hear it? Here you go. Absolutely. People have said what worked. People have said, hey, have you thought of trying this? Have you thought of doing a segment? Um, feels like I'm just listening to friends. I love the ambiance. So we're keeping the ambiance going. We're bringing it back, baby. We're we back at the Black Pearl. So, and it's just a shout out to everyone who's listened so far and, and taking your time, especially man, if you got through that first episode. Cause you love us. You love us because I fucked up. I added the second episode on to the first. So <laughs> you made it through like a two-hour podcast. Uh, I ain't going to do that to y'all no more. Appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wanted to bring a, a topic to the discussion today. And <laughs> I saw something. Um, I saw something on Instagram. And it was, uh, it was by a, po- um, a poster. What do you call this person? An account, I guess. Influencer? An, it, nah. Okay. Just a person with an Instagram account, I guess. He yeah. got a blue check, and that used to mean something, but now you can buy him. So. Mm. But his name is Justin LaBoy. If anyone has heard of him, followed him, or seen him commenting some bullshit on the interwebs. But um, he reposted something or shared someone else's post that said, Do men still take women on dates? Like bowling, movies, drinks, picnics, waterfront, like... I was kind of shocked that this is a real question. I'm like, I haven't dated men as an adult, so it's, I, I don't I don't know what to think of that. Are men still taking women on dates? And why are we settling for such little interaction? I mean, 
gonna say all my friends are married. <laughs> I'm thinking like not all, not all, um, not all, but the ones that aren't have really been intentional about being okay with spending time with themselves. So this question doesn't really apply. I know that we date each other on a weekly basis. I don't know what everybody else do. I, I, I don't, I don't know. But like I said, I know what I bring to the table, and I bring dates. Cause I like to go out. I like to do things. This is a podcast date, right? Right here and now, here and now, baby. We're buying drinks. We're enjoying each other's company. We're listening to this lovely uh, playlist they have going in here. But we do this like once a week. Yeah. Among other things. Can we take it a little further though? Because I think maybe one of the reasons people don't go on on dates is because they don't want to pay. It's it's expensive to date. It is very expensive to date. Funny enough, your father is finding out about that right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 hence why he's like, hmm, maybe a solo date isn't so bad. I can do more. <laughs> Absolutely. Money goes further. But yeah. The rare occasions where I've had to pay, or not even have to pay, where I've offered to pay, um, so that there's some type of equity. You be looking at that check like, what the fuck? I sure do. I'm like, dang, she does this on a weekly basis, sometimes two times a week. I'm like, wow, you need a side hustle just to date. Yeah, I want to claim you on my taxes. Mm. That would be great if I got a return on just like, hey, do you, (laughs) it'd be like a mesothelioma commercial. Do you or a loved one <laughs> have to pay for, for dinner and drinks out? Have you gone on one entertainment date this month? You may be entitled to compensation. You need something, baby. Because <laughs> we're going to be at the house watching Netflix I mean, and we, pouring up a drink. Oh, my God. I thought you said and porn. <gasps> no. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, that's their business. However, but, yeah, I do realize how expensive it may get to date. Um, and why people, you know, should log on to Pinterest and find free things to do in the city because ain't nothing wrong with a free thing to do in the city. Cause guess what? A free date is still a what? A date. It's still a date. And I appreciate the effort, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, I've never done this before. And the next thing I know we at the park having a picnic. Yup. That's a beautiful time. Get yourself a nice blanket. Keep it in the car. Cause you never know when you might drive by some nice area where you just want to sit enjoy your partner enjoy a drink enjoy a meal that y'all just picked up through the drive-thru or something and just sit in nature I love when we just cook together yeah yesterday we made the fastest fucking chicken pot pie of my entire life because we were going to go see a movie but I was just so tired um, after work yesterday sound old as fuck but just so tired after work I was just like if we go to this movie I will fall asleep but before I came to that conclusion, I was like, can you help me cook? And like you chopped up some veggies, I chopped up the chicken, I you know whipped up the other ingredients in the pot, you laid out the pie crust, I put the ingredients in the pie crust. Like we made a good team yesterday. I would agree. Um, and we got to like debrief about our day as we cooked. That's important because I can ultimately shut down after work because I've been talking to patients or talking to staff members all day. And so when I get home, you're like, how was your day, babe? Good. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to bring any heaviness home. Like, this is my opportunity to break away from that. And so oftentimes I do keep it really short. But if I'm doing some type of activity, 
today happened to be folding towels. Yesterday happened to be, you know, helping you cook the Popeye. Then it is a little uh, freer to discuss how my day went and for me to process. Because usually I do a lot of processing on my own. I would I would say that yesterday was a, a cooking date and also find that like there are things I could look back throughout our week and be like, oh, shit, that was a date. Like whether it was intentional or not, it's not always an intentional date, but you can look back and be like, did we connect? Did we have a good time? And during our time when we were doing whatever we were doing, like were we connected to each other. Like, in that moment, like, that's a, that's a date, right? I mean, we went to go get a mini shake from Sonic and got to talk in the car. There are plenty of summers where we do that. We're going to Dairy Queen yep. to get a blast. Nah, shorty. It's a blizzard. I knew it. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. As soon as the words left my mouth, that I was like, that's was, not it. That was that's my first Sonic. job. That was my first job, and people would roll up through the drive-thru. Can I get an Oreo Blast? Oh, sorry. We don't have no Oreo Blast. Well, let me get an M&M. Sure. But you ain't getting no Blast. Because you know what we serve here? Blizzards. Blizzards. Okay. Like, that would rub me the wrong way. But, but yeah, I I do appreciate that. We played Uno. Yeah. We had, a, we had a great date afternoon yesterday. So, to the point of dates, right? So, one thing that Justin LaBoy said uh, after he shared that, that post from someone is in uh, in his caption he said this why y'all motherfuckers be getting cheated on because y'all boring (laughs) what are are your thoughts on that because i would say like if i'm not stimulated like if i'm thinking about when i was dating people right and which again we just mentioned we are dating this is a separate thing but when i was when I was dating and trying to seek a partner, or I, I had a girlfriend at the time and we were still going on dates, hell yeah, it would get boring because people are not original or don't come up with things. They don't have input. They don't want to fucking go nowhere. But not to say this is why you get cheated on. It's probably why you get left. Oh, why you get ghosted? Why you get ghosted. That okay. ghosted for sure. So what are the like low-hanging fruit when it comes to dates? Going to get drinks, dinner, movie. But like those are really low Bowl, hanging fruit. Bowling. Okay. Bowling. We're going to do something fucking putt putt. But that's an activity, right? A concert. I feel like that's simple enough. Now, I ain't said nothing extravagant yet, have I? And people still don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate because after a long day, I don't want to think about anything. I know that I have to eat. So you want to come with me? Cool. Is that still a date? Everybody got to eat. Everybody, yeah. I mean, everybody has to eat. We have we have plenty of dates that surround food and drinks, so I can't say that it's not. But I mean, but if every single time we have a date, it surrounds food and drink, that's going to get very boring. Agreed. I do appreciate about us, like we can make a date into anything, and I fondly remember, like. I have to go run errands. I have to do adult things. Do you want to ride with me? Like, because both things can be true, right? I need to get these things done on my off day. And I want to spend time with you. Let's go together. Let me see what you put in the Target uh, basket. Yeah, what are you like? We don't need to see what each other puts in a Target basket. I don't even like going to Target with each other no more. Because every time I go in there, we come out with something. I think it's a good insight into what that person is like. You got a grocery shop? 
You got a grocery shop? So do I. Let me see what kind of groceries you put in your basket. Is it all junk food? I've certainly grown with the food that I put in the basket these days. I think when I first came to Texas, I was a little Debbie whore. Okay, I'm a fucking slut for a Swiss cake roll. But now, you know what? I just got them goddamn Annie's. Uh, basically what is it like a cheese it but it's like an all organic version of a cheese it yeah and i got some uh plant-based fig bars like a bitch is healthy look at that <laughs> that's what good love will do to you ah yeah i used to have about what like seven or eight juices at a time in the refrigerator yeah i remember blasting you on instagram I, like how many juices you would have my refrigerator was empty when you moved to texas that's a whole other problem let's talk about it <laughs> You ain't eat nothing but anything that you can put in a crock pot. That's because I was working full time and I was in school. Okay. I'm just saying it was very different to have seven juices in my refrigerator at one time. And I was very big on not wasting. So I was like, I would buy my groceries, make what I make, but nothing extra. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but there is... importance in variety now i feel like food is an experience rather than just substance yeah when i met you it was just like i gotta eat don't i and i'd be like damn jasmine you've had this same meal for three weeks and you'd be like it's still good it's easy yeah i would be like i'm tired grandpa and she's still eating the same buffalo chicken dip don't be hating on my buffalo chicken dip <laughs> I was on that hard. It was easy. It was tasty. I could throw it in a crock pot while I'm in clinical. It was easy. Tasty. It was tasty. Oh, okay. We're gonna run it back. I'm gonna see if she says tasty when I edit this. But yeah, I appreciate the fact that you introduced new items into my life. Like I love a good taco pie. Oh my god! I haven't made a taco pie in a millennia. Hell yeah! I'm putting that on the grocery list for when I come back. Say less. It it is important to date creatively. That has been on my monthly goals to think outside the box on what we could do as a date. How often do you say that you achieve that goal? It depends on the month. Not as consistent as I would like to. Most of the time it may default to you. Or where you are at, at that time. You know, if you're traveling, I may come visit you. And then most of the time you've made a choice about what you want to do or the offerings on that trip. And I just go with it. Ooh, you know what that makes me think of? Let's talk about control. Control. Um, Because I feel like when we, not when we first started dating, but when we first started living together. And I was here in Texas and I was traveling, doing my job. And so I would experience all these new places and I would come ask you to join me. And you would always be like, oh, am I going to get to choose somewhere to eat? Am I going to get to choose somewhere to do? Like, Oh, you always, had an itinerary. You, you always choose everything. Like, And it made me feel like, because I've had partners in the past tell me that I was controlling. So it was very triggering for me, actually, in those moments. Because I was like, oh my God, is she just being like everybody else? Like telling me I'm controlling? Like, when to me it didn't feel like it I did take a step back and realize damn I didn't really necessarily ask her where she wanted to eat I just pulled up somewhere you know so I did take the what you said into consideration right and so I started asking you to make more choices and you did not like that shit 
So choices to me means you want A or B. Treat me like a toddler, okay? Like, but to have, be in a new city and be like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. I've never been here before. Um, I don't know. I've never met the guy. I've never met the guy. But I think that's different than, so there's levels to this. Like, oh, you're riding with me and I'm. this is what I want to eat. Let's pull up. Then it's like, hey, what do you have a taste for? What sounds good to you, A or B? Or what type of food? Like, there are levels to that. And then at one point you were like, what do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Not pressure. I was like, you asked for this. You asked for this. Pressure. I asked for a voice in which I think we've come to a great compromise that I log onto your Instagram and I see what you have listed under that city and I pick from there. It's a curated list, but it's better than nothing. I mean, it is mostly like 85% curated to my taste because given it is my Instagram and my feed, I mean, everyone's feed, quite honestly, is just an echo chamber of their own desires and beliefs. So I get shown a lot of taco shit and pizza shit and whiskey shit. And so that's what gets saved because that's what comes across. But on that occasion that I... You know, I see some seafood somewhere, some other sort of thing, then I try to save that, you know, uh, with you in mind and with me in mind, because it's not just you that likes seafood. I also enjoy some seafood, too. Maybe not as, as broad of a seafood seafood, <laughs> seafood <laughs> palate as you, but I've right grown to, in. Uh, to like it and appreciate it. You know, I appreciate that you will at least try. Even with the seafood. When you moved here, you were like, nah crab lobster shrimp nah i'm good but you have learned to appreciate it sometimes it's a texture thing there are times when i still won't eat shrimp because it is just it is a texture thing it feels like biting into flesh i don't know it just it's too tough and like it breaks sometimes so it fucks with me even like thinking about it right now makes me want to like cross my toes up but (laughs) yeah But crab, like, I can do crab. Lobster, like a lobster roll, absolutely. But I remember being at your house, at your parents' house for lunch, and your mom had made this, like, seafood goddamn extravaganza. And they were like, what's wrong? You've hardly touched your plate of ocean. <laughs> I was like, I, I just don't eat seafood like that. Like, the one seafood item was fine, and I made, like, four I, my dad was so proud. He had been working like nonstop. He's like, I'm gonna, you know, have Sunday dinner with my family. This is what I want. And there was like a crab cake, lobster, maybe a piece of fish, something, and a vegetable. And he was so proud. Like, I'm feeding my family. I'm so excited. And Nikki was not having it. But, and, and that's the difference in culture, right? Like, we're from Louisiana. We eat seafood like it's nothing. Um, but you in Tennessee, that's not as popular. No, I don't I don't know that I would go to Tennessee and trust um, like a seafood boil. <laughs> I just, uh, in my mind, it's like unless someone has left their seafood rich area and moved here and has a plug on the seafood, I just don't see how or why it would be good because mm. this is a landlocked area. Well, I would like to pivot because I think you taught me the importance of 
taking trips, traveling, dating, like outside of our norm. You know, when we were met each other and dated, we met each other in different cities. That was our thing. And I think even now, like going to different places, experiencing different cities, that is part of our dating experience. And sometimes I may be very hesitant to spend money on that because I'm thinking, oh, that could go towards this or we could be saving for this. But it's still an experience and a memory that's important, you know. Um, and it does something for the soul to get out of your immediate radius and do something different. For sure. So I do want to say I do appreciate that. The fact that you prioritize experiences. Um, because then we look up and time has passed and we haven't experienced anything. So. I, th- I think, honestly, like. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it real for anyone listening. I've been kind of I've been kind of down recently, and um, I I think that it has a lot to do with lack of experience. And I haven't a lot of what brought me joy in my previous positions was the fact that I got to travel, which means I get to see new things, experience new things, and my workday is never truly in the same place doing the same thing. Very rarely, unless it's like a yearly event, you know, it's a it's an annual thing or biannual thing, whatever. Um, but I truly got to travel a lot and mix up my routine. And all I do now is sit at a at my fucking desk, or I switch it up and I sit on the couch, or I switch it up and I sit on the porch, or I switch it up and I go to Starbucks and do it. Um, but what I'm doing isn't really changing very much. And I have traveled once in the last. Uh, eight weeks and that's fucking nuts for someone that did what I used to do so the lack of travel and experience has really gotten me down and it's made time feel like it's passing so slow because we're not going anywhere we're not doing anything and then Jasmine and I are also in this period right now where we're saving for our IVF journey so that we can conceive a child and that should cost money so we're not doing these trips like before because before we were in a place where it's like oh you want to spend this you got it i got it let's do it let's spend it you want to buy a new wardrobe for the closet let's do it let's spend it it ain't nothing let's let's go and now we're saving for things now we're restricting how much extracurricular activities we do and so like i'd be looking forward to every paycheck when we get to go and have a drink and have a date you know and get to go out and do something even if it is just in our local neighborhood um and i think i've just been down because of lack of experiences that we've got to have Mm. not just but that's a big part of it yeah i can and i can tell and part of me is like you see you see what i go through when you're on the road i'm I'm by myself i'm doing this this day-to-day adulting thing alone and the other part of me, I was like, oh, my partner is hurting. Like, it's taking a toll on her. Is this worth the money? Is this worth the financial position, the possibility of it could put us in? Um, because to see you down is, it hurts me. So I can imagine how you feel. It, it's, it's a challenge. It's complex in that, in that instance. And I, I, I do see and, and experience what you have gone through as far as, like, you, you just went to Oakland for the weekend to be with your family. And I was by myself. Just me and the dog. And though we have discussed that it is 
different. It is not apples to apples. It's like an apple to a guava in the sense of like, this is still a fruit, but it's a different conversation because if you're not, if I'm, if I'm traveling for work or I'm traveling to see my family, you have the opportunity to go see family in either direction that you go, east or west. You can drive to one area, see family, hour and 30 minutes. Drive somewhere else, see family, hour and 30 minutes. You got coworkers that you get to see every single day. You got a friend that lives in our town. You can go hang out with her, see her. Spend lunch break, dinner, whatever. You can go see her if you wanted to. I don't have that. I don't have anybody here. And I have literally spent <laughs> the last, outside of when I saw my family and my friends in Nashville. And when I went to Dallas for a two day work trip. So take those two instances away. I ain't seen nobody but you and Cannon for eight weeks. That's, that's fucking That's wild. a major change. Yes. And I don't, I don't have local friends here. I have a friend that's pretty close to Dallas. And that's that's really it for me, dog. Like, unless I'm working, in which some of my work friends used to be my like my friends, you know? But I haven't seen them because I do a totally different job now. <laughs> so we're not in the same places. We don't travel at the same frequency. So I get what it's like to be at, you know, at home by yourself with the dog, you know, doing your day-to-day work shit, and then here comes the weekend, um, and then I don't, because you have the freedom to leave, mm-hmm. and the freedom, if I want to go see someone that I know, it's not as easy. If I want to go see family, that's 10 hours, dog. I'm interested to see how life will be with because you have a family member that's moving to Texas um, not down the street by any means but closer than 10 hours away so I'm interested to see how that will impact you I am also in a place where I would like some joy in a different manner Um, whether that be I get a different job or I get something remote where we can travel together I I don't know what that looks like but we had this epiphany yesterday on like, is this what adulting is? We clock in, you know, nine to five, come home, make dinner, watch a show and go to sleep. Is that what this looks like? And how do we feel about that? Luckily, we don't do the same thing every day. Like, it's not always work, dinner, show, sleep. Like, sometimes it's work, then it's walk or it's play uno where we did that or play a video game because we just did that and that brought us a lot of joy um we do switch it up throughout the week you know sometimes it's making me making dinner i really enjoyed when you joined me in making dinner that was really nice that was different um we would go out somewhere the adventure that we have like there's this one place that does a food truck thursday and it's like a 30 minute drive but shit that ain't that ain't shit when you are used to driving multiple hours to go somewhere you know so we'll do that every now and then like we don't have a boring life and sometimes i feel like i do have to convince you that we don't have a boring life i think it's perspective because your your lens on life is different than mine like yes we may not have a boring life 
and I still don't travel as frequently as you. My everyday may look a little different, you know? And so both things can be true. Our life is not ordinary, and your view on life is different than mine. Yeah, I feel it. You know, I feel like because this is so similar to a question um, that I was going to ask, this will be our uh, our question of the day to close hey, this hey, out. Hey, hey, it's time for question of the day. <laughs> so, question of the day is um, for you and I. Are we doing old people shit? And what is old people shit? What's your take? Right now at this moment, yes, I feel like we're doing old people shit. We're going to work. We're coming home, eating dinner, watch a show and go to bed. That is how it may feel. But as we're reflective, I'm like, oh, yeah, we did play Uno. We did, you know, try to change it up every now and then. And so I think that uh, it's easy to let... Here go my churchiness. It's easy to let the enemy come in and, and okay, make you think, auntie, make you think that everything is just mediocre when it's not. Um, but because we are on this IVF journey, you know, I'm thinking about kids. I'm thinking about what will life look like with them. Like there is a sense of routine that comes with that. I feel like it has to be. Kids and dogs, they love that shit. Yeah. So old people shit as far as. We show up somewhere every day, log in the computer, work. Yeah, I feel that. What else is old people shit? Like not just, not just, all right, take take the work piece out. Do you do anything else as old people shit? Or say anything? Like you got your auntie phrases that be old people shit sometimes. Every day I feel like more and more like my mother. <laughs> and I be like, you know what? She was right. She was so wise. Remember when she said this? Now I understand. We just like had that conversation yesterday. Man. Yeah. It's like our elders are wise. And it might not, you know, we'll hear them say stuff. But then once it hit, when you're in adulthood, you're like, oh, now I get it. Now it hits. It resonates. I understand. Keep living, baby. Okay. For sure. What about you? Um, I have a very specific old people shit instance that I thought of when I when I created that question for question of the day um, <laughs> it was like last week and it was early morning not like super early morning maybe like seven something like that and it was sexy time you know you had woke me up I was feeling I was feeling loved I was feeling desired but then I I heard this bird outside the window and it was a, a bird sound that I hadn't heard before so um, as the engine was being revved I took out my phone and I opened up the Merlin ID the bird app that I have <laughs> and I clicked sound ID and I was like oh my god not that you Sazam the bird that's a red winged blackbird <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my old people shit story for sure because I never thought you know, 10 years ago, you couldn't have been like, bitch, you finna be a birder. You, you finna uh, have an app on your phone to locate where the bird's at in your given area and identify them by their bird chirp. Let alone, as your wife is like, wake that ass up. 
<laughs> trying to give me some. You're going to be like, wait, wait, wait. The bird idea. Do you hear the bird? <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 my old people shit for sure. Also, my left knee has been hurting like a bitch. And I was like, this cannot possibly be 30. Welcome to 30. Yeah, welcome no, to 30. I think ghetto. also old people stuff is that I'm sleepy by 9 o'clock. That's because you fucking wake up with the birds. That's why your ass sleepy. <laughs> they jamming in here. They really are jamming in here. It's so hard not to indulge. Um, I also, you know, conversating with my friend Erica, my sister Erica. Hey, hey sis. Um, today about, like, just the area that we live in makes you feel older. Oh, my God, yes. The youth that I feel when I'm in Dallas or Austin or Houston compared to this the smaller town that we live in, which is a big, small town. There are surrounding cities outside of where we live that have like a population of 800. And that ain't here. But I come from living in a city. God damn it. This is not it. <laughs> um, but yeah, when there's not a lot to do out here, the population is much older out here is the majority i feel anyway i don't know i feel like it's a split like either you're in college or you're retired god damn what a life uh and yeah but it does make you feel old out here because we'll spend a weekend somewhere else either with family or when i'm traveling for work and it'd be like oh my god let's move to a city or near one you know maybe if we're not in the city proper we have faster access than the hour and a half or two hours to get to dallas at this point so proximity is everything and uh what you do determines how you feel and i think that's what i'm learning and uh i've always heard the your perception is your reality and all that shit so i really try not to put that um old person shit on me too heavy I am concerned about my knee and my back at this point because I hurt constantly. So I will see somebody about that because I want to live a better life and a life that doesn't have as much pain. Um, But I don't want to internalize like old people shit. I don't want to internalize the shit that we see like on social media, like 30 years old is goddamn 85 or some shit. Like I am young in the scheme of my life expectancy. Like I'm very young. I, I have this ability with my body to do things that when I'm 85, I could definitely see me looking back and being like, bitch, you should have done more. But you were too busy thinking that you were old. It's kind of the equivalent of looking back at your high school pictures and being like, you were so skinny. But high school, you thought you was a fat motherfucker. You were hard on yourself. You were very hard on yourself when you realized I should have appreciated that body that I was in a lot more when I was in it. And I want to appreciate the body that I'm in now while I have it. This is my only whip that I get to ride around in and I want to appreciate it at this little 30,000 miles that I'm at. 30,000 miles. Yeah. Take care of it. I'm a, I am. I'm trying. I got I'm off stick work beside. today. You gonna stick beside me? I, I went to walk with the dog after work today. One is just like a decompress after, after a day of work. And secondly, just to take care of myself. Just to walk. Just to move my body because I can. Yeah. So... Because you've been sitting in front of a screen all day. Yes. was sitting in front of a screen all day. So was ready to do something different. Um, 
But how would, if I, if I may, change the subject? Sure, pivot. How was your drink? Baby, it's gone. Jaden broke. Um, no, it was it was great. I enjoy a good rye. Bullet rye was used in my drink today, mm. so I enjoyed it. Feeling nice. I'm ready for some pot pie. So. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm also learning to appreciate a, a one drink and done for the evening, as long as that drink is strong. I came here uh, last week because I try to come here once a week. And Jasmine was out of town to see family, and I tried something called a Pim's Cup. And though it was delicious, it's basically like using a, a sparkling lemonade, um, a gin liqueur, strawberry, and then they wanted to put cucumber in it, but I wouldn't let them. I fucking hate cucumber. But they did put mint in there, and it was just such a refreshing and light beverage that was not actually liquor heavy. I didn't feel anything after, but it tasted very good. Um, but that was my one drink and I left. This is our one drink. We finna leave. And I feel nice. How about you? I feel great. Fantastic. Well, God damn it. Let's go enjoy our chicken pot pie. You know, let's sign off. You ready to sign off? I'm ready to sign off. Thank you for a great drink. You're welcome. Absolutely. If you're listening, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for listening, taking the time. If you happen to give us feedback, we would love that either she or i or both and i hope that you're having a safe evening that you're taking care of yourself and that you're living well we'll see you next time this has been a cocktail conversation